Al Anderson Afternoons, the podcast. Hello, and thank you for checking out the podcast. Please rate the podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast. And now, the podcast. Talk now to Fiona Odlum. Hello, Fiona. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Playing you a little queen here to get you in the mood oh. for Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, this gets me fired up. Yeah. Are you excited about uh, seeing the movie? When are you going? I'm going at 1 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Uh, I'm going on Sunday, and mm. I just cannot wait. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Hal, do it. Talk to the post. Hit that post. Well, actually, there is no post. <laughs> I made that special for you. There's no, there is no singing because uh, I wanted us to be able to talk over top of it. But if you'd like, I can play I the one it. that has the post if you want. Here, hang on a second. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want you to talk to it. No, no, I'm not going to. Okay, you want me to try? You want <laughs> okay, me to yeah, try? Tr- in, in radio, when they say uh, yeah. uh, hit the post, uh, we can stop that one now because i got to play the other one. But um, So that means when you, you know, do your, your talking up to the vocals <laughs> or at the very least a musical post, right? Where there's mm-hmm, like the music right, sort right, of changes right. or whatever, but yeah. you definitely got to try and get it up to the, uh, the vocal. You want to like do, do, do it or do you want me to do it? I want, okay, we can do it together. Okay, let's do like, it together. But does, wait a minute, wait, does your, does your, does your system there do the countdown? Cause like, I want to do it old school, no countdown. No, I won't you look. It does have a countdown, but I won't do it. I won't look. <laughs> okay, I won't look. Let's do it. Oh, I'm nervous now. I wasn't planning on this. All right, here we go. <laughs> 136, Friday afternoon. You're listening to CJOB. Fiona Odlum, are you going to see the movie? Oh, Hal, you know I'm going to the movie. I'm going to get me some popcorn. Yeah. I'm going to get me a drink yeah. and some junior mints. What are you getting? Well, uh, I guess I can't do that. I, yeah. See, I hit it. I hit it. <laughs> I think that's a fail. All right. We're, we're sad. We're sad. I, I didn't think you left me enough room and then it was wrong. But it does help when you can look at the clock, eh? It does, but like back in the day, you couldn't do that as a jock. You had to know those songs and like... And there are some guys that when they did that, they were crazy. Like the stuff they did and said and jammed it all in before they hit the post. Yeah. (laughs) And then you know what? In radio, when we used to hit the post back in the day, you'd look at whoever was in the room and you'd go, who's the postmaster general? (laughs) 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 Me, I'm the postmaster general. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nothing in radio feels better than hitting that post. And you know, mm. like as the person in the car, yeah. they're like, yeah, that felt good. Yeah. You know, right. the listener was oh, like, yeah, that was good. It feels, it feels good. great for everybody. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Whether you're a listener or doing it or, or whatever. Hey, yeah, uh, yeah, I wanted to yeah. ask you the other thing. Are you into House of Cards? Because that's the other thing I'm doing this weekend. I'm watching the final season on Netflix. I'm not. Mm. We've been over this. Okay. No, but okay. So, but wait a minute though. So, like, have you started, or has no. it already come out? No. Or, uh, no. Mid- midnight last night it started, and I have not started uh, watching it yet. So, as soon as I'm off the air, I'm racing home, and I'll uh, get into that, <laughs> and then I'll take a break for Bohemian Rhapsody tomorrow, and then I'll keep going till it's. Uh, I'll finish it off this weekend though, for sure. 
That's awesome. Yeah, like, I'm super jacked for Bohemian Rhapsody, but, like, I'm also, like, going in with a little bit of trepidation because, like, I've been hearing so many different reviews now saying that, you know, like, it's a, like, a mm-hmm. washed-over version of who Freddie really was, yeah. that it's more about the band, and that it's a little karaoke, mm. but um, I, I don't know. I just went on on Flickster just real quick before we came on, and um, the audience rating has is, like, 93%. Oh, the audience so likes pretty, it, eh? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, they like it. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go with that. And yeah. and before it um, went to theaters, the, the rating was like 58. It's gone up to 60 for the critics. Nice. So... There's a, so that makes it not rotten anymore, yeah. but it's not certified fresh. Mm, yeah, but whatever. Yeah. Well, I don't, we'll do, see. do you follow those? Do you follow those critics? Like, because Jeff Braun and I, like, we usually match. Mm. I get a lot of heat at home because uh, my wife will say, "Hey, let's watch whatever movie," and then I'll go, "Well, hang on, let me check Rotten Tomatoes." Because I am a Rotten Tomatoes guy. I like Rotten Tomatoes mm. because it gives you the audience score, it gives you the critic score. And they talk to a lot of critics. And the more critics that see it, uh, listen, I have watched movies (laughs) that I really enjoyed that the critics did not like. So it's not a a deal breaker for me, but I do like checking Rotten Tomatoes. So um, Jeff Braun, uh, during the week, he had tweeted um, that he was watching the new Adam Sandler stand-up special on Mm. Netflix. And, like, usually anything with Adam Sandler these days is complete garbage, right? right? So he was gushing about how great it was. So I gave it a look-see yesterday. And? I had some laughs. Yeah. I'm not – it's decent. Because Jeff told me the same thing. He says, Hal, you got Netflix, that uh, new Adam Sandler, because he does songs and stand-up, and it's from several different shows, and he says it's Mm -hmm. really good, yeah. Yeah, no, it doesn't like, you know, I I felt that Adam Sandler has been pretty lazy over the last little bit. Mm-hmm. This actually looked like he put in some effort and it was hmm. legit funny. So, yeah, I, I, I was pleasantly surprised by that one. So, I mean, I know the weather is supposed to be terrible this weekend. So just <laughs> get comfy on the couch. Yeah, it will be a good week. I mean, it's not going to be horrible, but it's not great. It'll be a good weekend to, you know, watch some Netflix or go check out a movie. Hey, I got to ask you because you're in Saskatoon yeah. and of course this weekend tomorrow night when we go to bed, we got to turn the clocks back an hour, right? And you don't yes. have to, right? No, it is like the greatest thing. Like so you guys are coming back to to our time, which standard is going to be time. awesome, standard yeah. time. And this is the thing I don't understand. Like Manitoba, you are the heart of the country, like right center. Yes. Like why are you doing this time change business? Mm-hmm. Like, stop already. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> I'm starting to really, uh, lately I've been, and, and this time more than ever, I'm starting to question the purpose of this. Yeah, I, I don't get it either. Mm-hmm. Like, just leave it, and I think everyone would be happier. And, I mean, yeah. you guys had a report there about how people are going to be all, you know, upset and having car crashes just stop it you guys do that on your own enough yeah no we we had it and you're right and we had an expert on this morning and i'm going to play uh some of that expert later on that said yeah it's uh listen car crashes go up all kinds of things it can take days and in some cases weeks for people not so much the fall but more the spring uh when we lose an hour of sleep but it yeah really can have an impact on uh on people yeah it's a it's a big deal and like i don't know like Look at us in Saskatchewan. We're so happy. We're just so happy over here. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, do you think you're? Uh, do you think we're going to be playing you guys next week or the week after? What do you think? 
I think it's the week after. I think Calgary looks terrible. I yeah. think we're about to be number one. And wow. um, <laughs> I think, I yeah, I, I really think we're going to get this really nice long rest and just be ready to win Grey Cup. No big deal. MBD. Okay. All right. I, I'm, ho- I'm hoping, actually, that we play Calgary in the semi, and then we take on, on you in the final. So it looks like we're both on the same page on that, so that's good. Yeah, 100%. I mean, you guys are uh, – you know what? Respect. You guys are are picking up the pace. Mm-hmm. Like, you're you're doing not that bad. Yep. So we're, we're keeping you in our rearview mirror. No worries. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we'll see how it goes. We might have to uh, – although I, I still have not followed through on my loss – and I know. said and said nice things about uh, Gainer the Gopher on mm-hmm. social media. So I still have to do that before we make another bet. Hey, you're not uh, you're not a vegetarian or a vegan or anything, right? No, no, I'm not. I love me some meat. I do sometimes. I'll like get on a kick where I'll be like meatless Mondays, and that lasts a week. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. What Every, about you? Well, no, I, I don't mind plant based. <laughs> Come on, Fiona. Look yeah, at you're me. from Alberta. Look at me. Uh, um, don't even say that. I saw a picture of you, sweet cheeks. Yes. You were looking good. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, my weight loss <laughs> is really slowed down, but it's still going down. I got on the scale the other day and I was disappointed, but it was still lower. And that's all that matters, right? That's at this all point, that matters. Yeah. yeah. That's all that matters. And, uh, mm-hmm. but, but I do eat a lot better now than I used to. Not that meat is bad. I don't think meat no. is bad, but I did find it kind of interesting. Uh, new study says, Half of vegetarians say they eat meat sometimes. Well, how can that be? <laughs> you're not a vegetarian then. No, you're a flexitarian at that point. Is that what right? it's called? That's what I think it's called. Yes. Okay. And then some veg, I don't understand this. Some vegetarians will say, oh, yeah, but fish is okay. Or, you know, like I don't, I don't, I don't understand the rules. Either you eat <laughs> vegetables and nothing but or not. Yeah, I I agree. Like, if you're killing an animal or mm-hmm. or something like a fish, then you're not a vegetarian. Right. But yeah. I, I got to tell you, though, this week I was trying to look for a new way to get extra protein without eating more meat. Mm-hmm. And I went to Costco, and they have this uh, type of penne pasta that's just made from red lentils. Hmm. And that's, it's the only ingredient is lentils. And it's really delicious. I think it's a great gluten-free option. However, with it being 100% legumes, I became like a toot factory. And <laughs> well, of so, course, yes. yeah, you got to be cool, like ease up on the, yeah. the, the lentils. Like maybe don't have it as your only meal for three days <laughs> like I did. Yeah. And I had to send out a company apology. There you go. <laughs> Seems like whenever you and I talk on Fridays, we're always talking about farting for some reason. I don't know what that is. We have a very special guest in studio here with us, Ale Raposo. She is the new Women's and Youth Programming Coordinator at Mood Disorders Association of Manitoba. We like to check in with uh, mood disorders once in a while. And uh, Ali, congratulations on the new position. Thank you very much. Yeah, you must be excited. So you were telling me off air, it's a combination now. It used to be uh, women's and youth, and now it's together and, and you're in charge. Yeah, that's right. It was two separate positions originally. And when I uh, went in for my interview, we kind of merged them together because I yeah. have expertise in both areas and passion for both areas. So mm-hmm. merged them together and it's been really great. Yeah. How long have you been doing it now? It's been my, well, this will be my third week upcoming, so this is only second weekend, yeah. Yeah, okay, and so you talk about your expertise. So what is your training? What do you bring to the new post? 
Uh, well, I did my bachelor's degree in women's and gender studies. So in terms of the women's programming, that's right. kind of my expertise. Yeah. Um, and, and you are a woman. And I am a woman, yeah. yeah. Which is important, um, yeah. I'm also a woman that suffers with a mental illness. So I have lived experience in, in right. all aspects of that. Mm-hmm. Um, working with youth has been something that I've done for the last six years, just in and out facilitating, making sure that they have the right resources. So, yeah. yeah. Is that important in a position like this to have gone through it yourself? Absolutely. You know, you're, you need that kind of compassion. You need that kind of compassion. It, it, it can be a taxing job. You see things that are that are real life, right? You see things that people are suffering with and mm. you and it's so much it's so much more meaningful for me when I'm able to help people because I've been there myself. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk maybe a bit about your your mental illness and, and kind of what you dealt with and, and give us an understanding of, of what you bring to the job? Yeah, sure. So I I suppose my mental illness, it was, I was diagnosed around 14. Um, I had a really hard time navigating the mental health care system. I actually utilized Mood Disorders Association as my, as kind of my go-to for women's programming. And ever since I've been there, I've had so much room for innovation and growth. And mm. um, with kind of my, I would say my unique look on things, I've been able to expand our programs and make make a whole new vision for what I want to see moving forward. Mm-hmm. You know, we hear uh, in the job I do every day, we hear a lot about the cracks in the mental health care system. Mm-hmm. And uh, it seems like whenever I have somebody on for mood disorders, they're busy filling those cracks, if that makes sense, <laughs> Yeah, right? that's absolutely true. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they do a great job over there. Um, and so maybe talk about some of the things you want to bring to your new position now at mm-hmm. Mood Disorders. Fantastic. Yeah, that's super exciting. I love I love this all. So um, every Thursday we have a women's group and it's from seven to nine. And recently I've been uh, we did a call out for women speakers to come out. And so that alone has brought in so many women to come and talk and, and you know, share their experience. So that's mm-hmm. been really great. We've been yeah. getting a lot of connections there. So that's been booming really big. It's great. Um, we've and that's been, on Thursday nights. Thursday nights. Yeah. yeah seven to nine. Um, we're wanting to actually take it off-site because of how big it's getting and mm. and do something central where there's a lot of parking to make sure that people can can come yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to that, we have started a newsletter, and the newsletter has um, all the speakers. It has the speakers list that's going to be coming for each month, as well as article submissions. So we've called for our article submissions from the public, and we've gotten quite a few already, and it's really fantastic just to be able to read of everybody's perspective on different things like mm-hmm. self-care, body image. Yeah. Um, we're starting up a book club, a women's book club, to have that kind of all talking together. Cool. And um, bigger events at large are things like um, we're going to have musical performances, showing how you can express yourselves during mm. different ways. Yeah. So there's a lot of lot of really cool things going on right now. Yeah. There's a lot of power in hearing somebody else's story as you go through what you're going through, isn't there? Absolutely. Absolutely. It is. And um, I, even for myself, right? Like I, I sat in last night and I listened to one of the group things and I left learning a lot more than I thought I knew. So mm-hmm. you can you can think you know as much as you're going on and I, every day I'm learning yeah. from all these wonderful people that I see. Mm-hmm. Now, what about on the youth side? What have you got planned? So on the youth side, um, we're going to be starting up, which we started in 2018. It's the Art, Mind, and Song Project. And we go to um, elementary schools and we do it over the lunch hour. And it's basically just a chance for youth to express themselves. And it's been really great in the past. And I'm really excited to get my hands on it this year because it'll mm-hmm. be my first time with it. Yeah. 
Um, I've been reaching out to areas as much as possible to try and get um, me to come and present and just make sure that youth have the resource right in the beginning, like I wish I did when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, we have we have requests for presentations constantly. So that's one of the best things is when people reach out and say, can yeah. you come and present on this, this, this right. topic, depression, mm-hmm. anxiety? It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, wow, just as I read the title, knowing you were coming in, you know, Women's and Youth Programming Coordinator, Mood Disorders Association of Manitoba. <laughs> I mean, that covers a lot, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's a huge, huge cover, but it's it's super important, super mm-hmm. important. Yeah. Well, listen, congratulations. I wanted to have you on for a couple minutes to kind of talk a bit about the position, congratulate you in person, and I hope we can use you as a resource on the show when we want to talk about uh, issues in mental health. Of course you can. Yeah, yeah Great. absolutely. Allie, nice to meet you. Thank you very much. Allie Raposo, she is the new Women's and Youth Programming Coordinator at the Mood Disorders Association of Manitoba. Dr. Cyrus Dirksen, you can find him here on Fridays between 2.30 and 3 or anytime at drsyrus.com, D-R-S-Y-R-A-S dot com. So between the two of us, we find interesting articles or research or studies, and then uh, Dr. Cyrus, who is great at researching this stuff, he goes off and he comes back and he's got all the answers, and I love it. It's a very little work for me. It's a fantastic <laughs> arrangement that we have, Dr. Cyrus. Uh, here is the headline. we got several today, so let's get right to it here. Here is the headline. Reduced screen time for young, highly recommended for well-being. I mean, this is no surprise, right? We keep hearing this, that uh, kids are spending too much time on screens and they've got to spend less time on screens. What uh, does this particular research tell us? Well, I think the the scary part about this was that um, it showed that the effects were there, that screen time was affecting kids in various ways hmm. at later ages than we would have expected really? and with less time than we would have expected, at least than I would have expected. Yeah. So even as much as one hour or two hours a day was starting to have an impact and uh, it was older than we thought as well. So hmm. it doesn't just, you know, the under four that are being affected by this. And uh, and it affects a variety of things. I can uh, list off. Yeah, like uh, what's the impact of what's the uh, impact? too much screen time? Sure. Lowered curiosity. Hmm. Uh, less calmness when challenged. Not finishing tasks when started. Arguing too much, anxiety, depression, those are maybe, there's always there. And how do they connect that to screen time, though? Like, uh, well, I guess they it's a it's a study. And yeah, they, they just ask questions right. like yeah, how yeah. much screen time are you watching? And uh, so I don't think this is the kind of research where, you're, you know, you're, you're actually putting kids through it, where mm-hmm. you're actually having them watch screen time in a lab or something. This is the yeah. kind of thing where you go out and you ask people about mental health and different mm-hmm. things and ask how much screen time they have. Now, the caveat on this is that because it's not experimental, like it's not, they're not actually doing it in a lab, uh, there is a chance that families that are allowing more screen time are slightly different in other ways Mm. than families that aren't allowing as much screen time, which may give those kids um, kind Mm -hmm. of different different ratings on these things as well. So, and, and because screen time is such a thing now, it may be that some families that are limiting screen time are doing, um, you know, better in other ways, mm-hmm. uh, and that might affect their kids' behavior. I I really doubt that that's the only thing that's going on here, though. I think that screens uh, are affecting. I think that there's an argument for kind of a critical period for kids where their brains are developing, and uh, like I'll give you an example for another. Uh, like if they, if you took a cat and you put them in a in a cylinder. 
and uh, during a certain part of their development, and it was just had vertical lines, like around everywhere you looked, you just saw black lines going mm-hmm. up and down. They can't see horizontal if you put them in there during a certain time in their development. Hmm. Uh, if you do that as with an adult cat, a fully grown, mature cat, no problem, no problem, right? But at a certain time, if you do that, then the child, the the cat, is mm-hmm. not going to be able to see. Uh, certain things. So that's kind of true for for humans as well in some ways. Not as obvious, I don't think. At least I haven't seen anything that obvious. But in this way, you know... Because the brain's still developing, right? still... Like, if you don't learn these social skills at a certain age, it's much harder. Mm. Uh, So if you're not interacting with other people as much... If you're not doing these things, if um, if you're not having to exert as much effort, sometimes things on screens are easier. Um, the games that you play and things like that. So if you're not exerting as much effort to learn or to mm. interact with this stuff, it's harder to find figure it out later. Yeah, but there is no way we can get around screens anymore. I mean, they're everywhere, right? We need them for work. We need them for school. Oh yeah. Um. So, uh, like, what would be your advice uh, for a parent uh, that wants to limit screen time? How, how do they tackle that? Well, I think that. Uh, it is, I mean, even schools are sending them home with screens now yeah. uh, and in elementary school, I think, in some places and some things like this. So, yeah, it's a real issue. I think um, trying to limit it is the first step. Uh, believe, and one thing that's interesting that I, that I find about parents is they actually get a little bit afraid of their children. And uh, maybe that's warranted. Because they know too much. <laughs> well, they're warranted in some cases. I don't know. But if you kind of suggest to a parent, you know, uh, screen time or video games aren't a right, they're a privilege, and, you know, it kind of gives them the, the quivers, you know, like, they're like, what are you asking me to do here? Like, I can't just take away screens from my child, you know what they'll do? And I think that's really interesting because, mm. and I, I'm, we're talking about small kids here too. Yeah. Um, Why is that, do you think? Because, I, I mean, they wouldn't have that problem with uh, a toy or, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly, right? And And kids' reactions really do affect parents. And I think that's that's kind of what's coming through here. They're, these children, their reactions, their anger, their tempers are really affect parents. And I'm sure a lot of parents out there can relate to that. Um, but this idea that cause sometimes when we're trying to get be, uh, control of a behavior or something like that, we're like, okay, well, take away the screens and then they only get the screens if they actually follow the rules. Mm. And that can be really hard for a lot of parents to do. And so from that, I know... Actually, limiting screen time sometimes isn't as much about, well, then they can't talk to their friends as much. It's more about, my kid's going to have a tantrum mm-hmm. or not react well, and that's too overwhelming. Yeah. And I mean, it's one thing, to, you know, to talk about kids or younger people in screen time. Yeah. But I mean, even I'll, and I'm guilty. I think everybody's yes. guilty of it, right? Oh, yeah. oh, I'm on my damn phone again, and yeah. I should be paying attention to my wife. For sure. But I have not got it bad at all, because I go out sometimes for dinner with friends or I, or go for dinner with my wife. And I will look at tables where they sit through the entire <laughs> yeah. meal before the food gets there, when the food, eat it, the whole dessert, it's over. Yeah. And they have not looked up from their screen. Right. <laughs> I don't understand it. Why did you even go for dinner? I do have a tip for you because I even just uh, heard somewhere else that, that um, you know, sleep is really inter- impacted by screens. And we know this. It impacts melatonin and things like this. One thing that you can do. Um, is actually just turn down the brightness on your screen. Hmm. This is actually pretty... We had a sleep expert on this morning. I'm oh, going to play some clips later on go. and said that very thing is yeah. the blue light and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff from the screen. Yeah. So you're saying even just turning it down... Yeah, you can you could have an impact. Hmm. Uh, I mean, when we're talking about kids and development, uh, it's different for adults. Like, just same thing with the adult cat. If you put them in that scenario, it's different. So 
you know, we, we like to identify with children and think, you know, like they're the same as us in some ways. If I can do it, they can do it. Nah, it's not so much true with this. Mm. So um, just because you can do it and be okay, and sometimes you're not as okay as you think, uh, it's not okay for kids. And um, so for you, you know, it's like, you know, just turn down the brightness, put it, turn it off uh, before you go to bed. I'm sure the sleep expert will have even better advice yeah. uh, than that. But uh, for kids, it's sometimes just not okay. Mm. Um uh, same kind of thing, like now that we've got so much talk about marijuana, it's really impacts adults differently than it does, uh, you know, an adolescent brain. Yeah. And the brain has, again, has not developed it's not, yet. No. And, and, and cannabis marijuana will impact the growth of the brain. Yeah. And in, in kind of similarly to lead, you know, and we ban lead um, mm. and, and we do outlaw marijuana for kids. So I guess that's the same. Yeah. But people don't take it as seriously. If you said I was going to put some lead in your children's food, you know, yeah. what would happen? Right. Um but uh, for marijuana, maybe it's not always seen that way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, kids are different, and mm-hmm. we have to treat them differently. Yeah. Before we go to the next one, you, you've touched on sleep, and everybody's sort of talking about it today, and we'll be talking about it again oh, on right. Monday yes. because the clocks <laughs> go yes. back an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you know about sleep as, uh, you know, as, as being a professional? Oh, what, yeah. what do you, like, uh, do you have any thoughts on the change of time or, or any of that kind of stuff? I've never had a client come in. Because of the time change. So I know that sleep experts find, you know, research saying yeah. that there's more heart attacks and that there's more right. car accidents. And I, but part of the reason for that, and this is what I do find, is that people underestimate the impact of sleep. So, hey, maybe I'm speaking too quickly. Maybe I have had clients come in because of the time change. But they just don't, they know, don't it. know it. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. True. And I don't know it. And uh, and even just like them, I often underestimate the impact of sleep. Uh, I should probably be, and I do ask about it, but I probably should uh, ask about it even more and work yeah. on it quicker. Because I just wondered if you had any thoughts because we're talking about it yeah. today because we're all you know, putting our clocks back an hour when we go to bed tomorrow. Underestimated. Mm. Underestimated. There you go. And, you know, you were talking about uh, car accidents and stuff, and in, in teeing up that I've got this uh, sleep expert coming up that sure. was on the st- actually on the start this morning, uh, and I want to replay some of that. I got a email from Brian Smiley at Manitoba Public Insurance. Ooh. And uh, I made mention that there are some that believe uh, there are more accidents and mm-hmm. stuff based on this. Uh, Brian says, Hal... Uh, MPI looked at its collision data over the last five years. Data has shown no significant increase <gasps> or decrease Ooh. in collisions following DST, daylight saving time, not on the Monday or even the week following. So thank you, Brian Smiley at Manitoba well, Public Insurance for letting us know. So Way to go, it, Winnipeg. There you go. Manitoba. Does it impact you? I believe it does because mm-hmm. I know it, it impacts me. Now, yeah. it may not translate into more accidents, right. and but I know on Monday <laughs> it's easier in the fall than yes. it is in the spring because yes. we lose an hour in the spring. Yeah, in the no, fall, that's, we, that's much different for me, I notice. Yeah. I, other than... I have to say though the biggest impact is being late for something. That's that's my that's my biggest impact is that it messes up my schedule, my yeah. internal my internal. All of a sudden my children are a little grumpier on that day. Yeah. Even traveling to BC or something like that, even a little mm-hmm. time zone change will affect yeah. them. I adjust a bit quicker than they do. They get a little you can tell they're off. Hal Anderson Afternoons, the podcast, is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts.